Hello out there, ladies. It's Rochelle with another episode of Unabashed You, where we as women get to talk about stuff. I want to grow up to be more like Linda, this week's guest. And that's funny because we are both in our third act. Throughout our conversation, she touched on so many things, like the joy of meeting people while traveling with her husband, Mark, how her faith has increased during this time of COVID, and why she never wants to lose her inner child. These are all things that resonate with me, things I value, and I imagine you value them too. As she said, it's better to be a real woman than a perfect one. Enjoy our conversation. Today, our guest is Linda. I met her years ago when we worked on some women's ministry events together through church. She is highly creative, enthusiastic, dedicated, funny, and has a joie de vivre that is contagious. Linda sparkles, and she loves fiercely. Welcome, Linda, to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> I hope I can live up to all those things that you just said, but thank you very much. Well, they're all true. They're all true. All right, we're going to get to know you now. So, what three words come to mind when you think of describing yourself? Three words that you would use. Okay. I've been giving this some thought. I think I'm loyal. My friends, I'll go to the mat for. My inner circle, my not-so-inner circle, my outside circle, but I will. I, they're my life. And it's, it's how I live my life. Is, um, Love it. Being loyal. Love it. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And um, if I say I'm your first responder, you're on emergency bypass, I'm your first responder. Wow. Um, what else? Uh, I'm adventurous. <laughs> yes. Yes. Since I, I've become more adventurous since I married um, 11 years ago. And uh, I'm not uh, afraid to try new things, to go new places. That's fantastic. To, to take the step. I mean, I'm here with you. I stepped out of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got loyal, adventurous, and what's your last one? Um, can I have two? Of course. Well, I am whimsical. You brought that up. <laughs> I do like to be silly, kind of the... The class clown on the, on the golf course, I make people laugh because that's why we're there. So I'm certainly not there to play golf. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I like to put humor into my life, into others' lives, and not take ourselves too seriously. Yes. But one of my most important things is that I'm grateful. Oh. Oh, I just get teary eyed at that last one. I mean, those are just. Yes. You know, those are all you. Those are all you. And more. But uh, the, fantastic. Thank you for adding a fourth. I appreciate that. 
All right, one of your favorite TV shows of all time. It could be like something from when you were a kid or something in between or something now. I mean, it's just something that you, just a TV show you love. Oh, no. <laughs> I have to think about this. That's okay. Well, oh gosh, because I don't watch that much TV. Um, well, so it could, it could be from the past. Oh, let me go back to the past. Um, you're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. But Bonanza pops up. <laughs> I am going to laugh. <laughs> Because my brother loved Bonanza and I did not. So every time he and the monopolized, of course, the one TV you had in the home and it was Bonanza time, I was like, ah, Bonanza. Well, it's not because of the show. It's because it was on Sunday nights and I grew up in the, I was in elementary school in the 50s and it was family night. We all sat around and watched Bonanza, and I got to stay up a little later. Oh, that's so! I don't think it was really the show that brought that because it came right into my head. I think it was. I have a vision of us all sitting on the sofa with that little TV in the wood thingy bobber that you know we don't have anymore. Right. In the console. The console. The console. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I could just see them. That I kind of hear the song in my head. I know that sounds crazy. No, what I, can I say? no, I really love that because it's more than just about a show. It evokes a memory that really help well form you and that you can bring with you uh, just that ritual and the, the tradition of being all together and watching something all together. We don't really have that as much anymore. No, everybody's on their own stuff. Yes. Who would you want to have a very long get-to-know-you dinner with? This can be anybody. It could be, they can be living, they could be, you know, not living, somebody you don't already know, somebody you do already know. Just a, a long get-to-know-you dinner. Pick their brain, get to ask them questions. I have to look it up. It's the author of my favorite book. Oh, Okay which is The Secret Garden. Now, come on, who wrote that? You yes. It's, I, I know it. It's, it's on the tip of my tongue. But You're right. It's on the tip of my tongue also. Yeah, but I can get it. Um, uh, okay, The Secret Garden. Here it is. Secret Garden. Where's the book? Francis Hodgson Burnett. There you go. Yes. Hodgson Burnett. And that is my favorite book of all time. So I would like, and she also wrote The Little Princess, I think. But that book sits out in my she shed, in my garden. As um, my reading council actually gave that to me as my going away gift. And everyone signed it because they knew it was my favorite book. Okay, why would you want to have dinner with her and get to know her? What, what, like, what? I want to know why she wrote it. Okay. And I'd like to know the background behind it of what made her write this beautiful story of rebirth and growing and finding self and love. Only it's a children's book, but that's really what it's all about. I love that. That's fantastic. 
And it's a garden. And I'm a gardener. Yes, you do love to garden. Okay, sorry, that was me. That was me. That will go away. So, Linda, two truths and a lie. You're going to say three things about yourself. One of them is not going to be true. Two of them are going to be true. And I'm going to have to guess the one that is not true. So, two truths and a lie. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Two truths and a lie about myself. Or your life or whatever. Yeah. I know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um... So you that was me. me. I'm sorry. Okay. That's, that's, no, no, that's that should fine. be the end of it. I should be the end of it. This is hard. That's a hard one. <laughs> uh, I um, I never told a lie. <laughs> I um. My nickname is Creepo, and and I got those two. I got those two. Um, I um, am a gourmet cook. Wow! 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 wow. Okay. Well, now. I've tasted some of your cooking, and so I'm going to have to say, yes, you are a gourmet cook. Now, Creepo, although it seems like an unusual nickname, I think it's entirely possible, and we'll have to hear more about that story one way or the other. I have to go with the first one. I've never told a lie. I mean, that has to, that has to be a lie, right? I mean, how is it possible, not even as a child, not to have fibbed one little time? Well, yes. Because I was, I, I, I didn't have, hadn't thought about this, but it's because I said that because yes, it is a lie, but also <laughs> there's a wonderful story that taught me to be as honest as I possibly could. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Because I, I was born in Seattle, my first 12 years were up there, and my parents had gone out for the day, and we had this big floor-to-ceiling um, mantle-like thing. It was flat, and then you had the fireplace, and it was white, white, um, big square bricks. Okay. And it was white. And so while they were gone, my brother, who calls me Creepo. Um, <laughs> okay. I funny, I had a brother in mind. I was like, that has to be the nickname a brother gives. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's Creep. Um, and so I had taken my pencil oh. and yeah got it not real dark but I wanted to see what it looked like so of course daddy came home I don't know I was probably seven or eight and daddy came home and he says okay Linda did you do this no daddy <laughs> and then he said you know when you tell the truth you won't get into as much trouble and so I told him the truth. He didn't. He, 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 I was, I don't remember what happened, but I didn't get in terrible trouble. So that just came to mind. You're giving me all these pictures yes. of my child. Isn't that wonderful, though? It is. That's so great the way he took that moment to let you know it, it really is better if you tell the truth. Uh, yeah. Oh. And so now it's actually pretty funny. Yes, we all tell fibs and white lies and 
you know, errors of omission. But I, I can't. I'm a terrible liar. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I absolutely can't. Not good at it. Well, that's that's a good thing not to be good at. I'll say that. As women, I believe that we struggle with worth. How do you counteract some of the mixed messages we receive as women to help you have that good, strong sense of worth? Well, a lot of it is the way I was brought up. Because I was brought up to be self-sufficient, um, to take care of myself. Actually, my brother and I laughed and were told to be good little soldiers and suck it up. <laughs> and, you know, um, but I, I always knew what I wanted to do in my life in terms of a career, which was teaching and education. And my father always encouraged that. And I think it's because he encouraged me, my mother encouraged me. My mother worked so hard. She came from a very poor background and worked so hard to be educated and to be self-sufficient too. And I think that has a lot to do with it. And also, I've learned, too, not to just rely on my own self. As a woman of faith, I have relied on my belief system that, that keeps me forward, going, strong, mm-hmm. confident. Oh we, have, oh, we have terrible moments of anxiety and fear. But I've, I've always been taught that it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. In fact, my mother used to call me a carry nation when I was fighting for, for um, in college for um, equal equal rules for yes. the boys and the girls at college. Well, I lo- I love too again that you've um, you know that it really started in, with your parents in your in your childhood that they really gave you this strong foundation and that also your faith brings you that sense of worth as well right and I made you know I mean I made some big wrong turns of course huge huge wrong turns but you come back right exactly you have to recoup you have to rethink rebuild right get up get your big girl pants on dust yourself off and move on that's right speaking of which what is one of the wisest things anyone ever said to you now there's probably a, a ton of um little quips or pieces of advice or but just one of those ones that comes to mind that you go back to time and time again one of those wise things um it's funny because i was looking into my journals today and, and trying to write down some quotes and things um something i'm trying to think you know, there are so many that I wrote down, but that answers your question. Um, I think, um, not really a quote, but my mother always used to just tell me, like when I had those disappointments when I was growing up, and just to, to get up and keep moving. That's, get up and keep moving. That's one right there. Get up and keep moving. Don't, you know, and then that we'll get through it. Just get up, keep moving, don't get knocked down. Mm-hmm. Don't stay down. Don't stay down. Oh, I love that. That's so yeah. applicable. It's timeless, actually. 
is a good way to say it. It's timeless. Absolutely timeless. Here's a fun one. The last fun thing you did. The last fun thing you did. Well, the last fun thing I did? Yeah. Oh, well, I um, I went to my friend, my friend Terry's yesterday um, and spent a couple hours with her in the patio. Her husband's um, fighting for his life. Okay. And I'll leave it at that. And um, so she's been in a bubble since January, actually, and then really in a bubble. And so that's the most fun thing for me to do is to go see this particular person whom I love. We think we're sisters. Um, really. We really feel like we're sisters. Mm-hmm. And we have kind of look alike. And oh. um, I just spent a couple hours with her and we laugh and we cry and she's a well, she's the gourmet cook, and she bakes and makes me coffee, and that was my most fun thing I did yesterday. Oh, I love that. It's so tender, and you got to be yourself. She got to be herself, so you had this really authentic connection with uh, your best friend. Yep. Love it. Now we're going to take a deeper dive into some of the topics that you wanted to go over. So let's start with... Since you've retired, you and your husband, Mark, have become the travelers. So tell me about travel. Oh, my goodness, Michelle. (laughs) I was never much of a traveler. My late husband, we went over to Ireland every two years to see his cousins. That's like going home. You get on a plane, you know. So my husband, Mark, um, we've been together. We've been married now 11 years. Um, funny thing happened in 2011, we decided we would take a cruise, do the Caribbean for Christmas or something like that. So he put it off and he put it off, but he went ahead and, um, made, um, what was it? Oh, I know. He waited too long and he made the airline reservations home before he booked the cruise. Okay? Got it? So then he went to book the cruise and it was full. Oh boy. So then he says, how am I going to get to Fort Lauderdale so we can fly home? So we flew to Rome and got on a ship and cruised to Fort Lauderdale and flew home. And that was the beginning of the first adventure. Wow, what a way. What a way that it began. And so this he got me out for two weeks. Then the next time, the fall, this was in fall of 2011, November, when the ship was... And then we went again the following year, and he got me out for a month. <laughs> then he said, I said, okay, what are we doing? So then we started going spring and fall for seven or eight weeks. Wow. And we would use the ships to either go over or come back because they would be repositioning in spring and fall. Obviously, I'm not doing what I should be doing right now. I should be getting ready to go to Japan. I'm not. Anyway, um, but the beauty of this of this is that when I talked to him last night, because he knows I'm, of course, knows what I'm doing and he knows you. Yes. I said, you know. I, I wanted to talk about travel and why we go. And he says, well, we go because we can, but we go for the people. 
that we're going to meet, that we don't know who we're going to meet, but we're going to go see people. Wow. People that live in these countries. I mean, we've been all over the place. We use the ships for transportation. And it's, it's incredible what's happened to us. It's... I'm trying to think about how to explain this. Um, we've met these incredible friends. We, they're all over the world. They're from the crew members of the ship to the people at the hotels to people we've met on the ships. My friend Terry. I met her six years ago in the middle of the Mediterranean. <laughs> Someone had told us there are other people from San Diego. You need to go find these people. Well, I'm not going to go look for people. That's not why I came. And so <laughs> we're sit I guess my husband was sitting in, in the this coffee shop area that everybody hangs out in. And he was waiting for me to come from wherever I was coming from. And he always saw this woman every morning getting a coffee, two coffees, and then heading back. So she comes by and says, you know, I'm waiting for my husband. Could I share the table with you? So she sits down and she, she says, yeah, I'm waiting for my wife. They live 20 minutes from us. <laughs> oh, and we have traveled together. We've become close, close friends. We've grown in our faith together. And now we're in this incredible time of their lives right. with them. It's, it's pretty amazing. That is extraordinary, really. Yeah. But um, the adventure is, of course, to do things that I've never done before. He's traveled. He traveled extensively um, over the years. But also, I look for the what I call the divine appointments. Yes. You call it whatever you want. It doesn't matter. But as a woman of faith, I... I always want to love on people. I want to let my light shine. Um, I don't. I want to. I, I want to do. I want to do my faith. That's it. I want to yeah. do my faith, and I don't want to. I'm not mean doing it by getting in people's faces or wearing out my sleep. I just want to do my faith. That is, I just want to love, let my light shine, talk to people. And bring them into my heart, mm -hmm. and that's what we do. And you do and that. You do that. Yeah, you do that very well, Linda. And but I, you know, I've never heard travel described that way. I mean, yes, you hear people and their travel adventures, and they met these people, and they met those people. But that that is, in and of itself, really part of the goal is not just to go see the the mountain or the amazing building or the other culture, but you know, the people you're going to encounter along the way. And here you have these dear friends that you met in the middle of the Mediterranean that live 20 minutes from you. That is definitely a divine appointment. Oh, yeah. And I have other people. I mean, I met people on the ship from Scotland some years ago. And when I took my niece and I went, and another girl went to Scotland, they met us from where they lived, it was my birthday, and they spent the whole day with us, and then they surprised me by taking me out to dinner to their favorite restaurant and brought the cake in. Oh, God. And I only seen them once in, what, three years? Wow. On a ship. Wow. But it's just, 
it, it, it's hard to explain. No, actually, you're doing a really, uh, you're, you're explaining it really well. Yeah. You know, the connections that are out there to be made that, that, you know, you get to make because one, you're open and ready and, you know, aware and just going about your day. But if it, you know, if it crosses your path, you're, you're, you're ready to love. You're ready to, to meet someone and to listen and to learn about them and, and likewise for them. But it's not just the people that we're traveling with. It's the people who are our service people, or people who take care of us. Yes. We're, we have made many, many friends of the crew on these ships. We're very concerned about them because one of the ships is still sitting in San Diego that we were supposed to get on March 30th. Um, but they're fine. They all got home. Um, and... Also, like I was telling you before, in Portugal, my favorite country is Portugal. Because people say, why is that? It's because the heart of the people. Mm -hmm. The people are incredible. Absolutely incredible. They'll do anything for you. They have such heart. And they love each other. And um, I've got kids at the hotel that we stay at on the ocean by the golf course. <laughs> and in uh, Portugal, near the town of Obidos. And I get a phone call on my birthday from them. They call me on a video chat because they knew it was my birthday because we've been at that, their hotel and the guest relations kids. They're all my kids. They're, when are you coming back? They call us the muffins because we brought them muffins. We used to bring them muffins from the buffet. We've been there five or six times. But I love them. I mean, it's not just because they're nice to me, but I really care about what's going on with them. Right. And they share with me like I'm their other mother. Right. And, and with Mark. Well, that's a quality that you also have that I really didn't describe is that your, your openness and willingness to embrace people. And I don't just necessarily mean that figuratively, although, I mean, literally because you're a good hugger, right. but also because you... You are open, and I certainly did not mean to imply that you were only looking at uh, fellow passengers or fellow travelers, but that you're completely open to right. to everyone, which is another quality about you, the, the openness that you have is so, um, it's so evident in who you are and the way that you live your life, for sure. We have to. We're all in this together. <laughs> yes, I agree. I'm not talking about what's going on now. No, I'm I say yes. life. Yes, we life. have to do life, and we, I, I want to live my life intentionally, Michelle. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be passive. I, I want to be intentionally involved. Mm -hmm. So, well, you know, in education, we call it covert, <laughs> not or not over. I said that. Yeah. Right. Over. Yes. No. It's 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 intentional what we do with the kids. Yes. But I want to live my life. I want to be intentional. That's beautiful. And and that yeah. honestly yeah. is what this podcast is all about is women being who they are, feeling good about that, sharing that with each other, lifting each other up and, and encouraging each other to, to do and be all those things that we're talking about right now. So you mentioned that there's a lot of power in traveling, the way it changes you. 
Uh, I love that you've met so many different kinds of, of people from, you know, fellow passengers, uh, those who work in the hospitality industry, and that you can, you've not only had great experiences, but you continue to stay connected to them, which is, you know, again, I use the word dedicated, yes, uh, to describe you. Uh, and, and you, yeah, th th those are things that you are for sure. Now, let's, we're going to change gears a little bit, unless yeah. you have something else to add. I, you said something, and I love the way you worded this. The, your, your next topic was how this quiet COVID time has made your faith louder. Quiet COVID time has made your faith louder. So I want to know what does that look like and the how and the why of that? Well, I've always been, you know, we're always, women, we're always told, you know, you need to have a quiet time, you need to get in your chair, you need to go someplace, whatever you're doing, your meditations, your Bible, your books, whatever it is that you're supposed to have that quiet time in the mornings and you're going to feel great, you know, and I was never very good at that because <laughs> I wanted to hit the ground running and I'll have a coffee and I'm off to the gym or I'm off to the golf course or I'm, I'm off walking, whatever. Yeah. So oftentimes that quiet time would get pushed. Oh, maybe I'd curl up and, but I wasn't, I wasn't taking the time that I needed to start my day right, whatever that looks like. Right. And um, so then this thing with uh, my friend Terry happened, and she and I, well, actually it started several, I had a friend that invited me to read through the Old Testament in 365 days on a Bible app on my phone. Mm -hmm. It's one way to keep me accountable. So that started this habit, but I was just doing it. And then uh, when this whole thing popped up in January with Terry, um, I started sitting down more and thinking. And so we started sending messages to each other every day because I knew that they were going through um, horrendous times. And so every day I would send them just a little something I read. But I wasn't spending a lot of time in that chair. <laughs> <laughs> and then along came... Oh, then, I, then along came the shutdown. Yeah. March, I think it was March 19th, I have it in my journal. And then, uh, you know, so then I made sure that I was keeping up with my friend who, wanted, who was reading on this application every day. And then things just started growing. I started reading more. I started focusing I started, I had just started a new Bible study group with some people, and then, of course, we had to Zoom, and I'd never heard of Zoom. What's a Zoom? Um, and, <laughs> but what happened to me is that in that quiet time, my soul quieted. I don't know how else to put it. I've been thinking about this today, because I knew we were going to talk about it, and I really don't have any great words except that those are great words my soul quieted yes I have I do get a lot of anxiety and that that's just who I am and I work really hard on that 
but my that anxiety level has gone down. Um, my husband notices it. Mm. Says, it's different. You're in the chair. I like you. You're better off. You have a better day when you spend time in that chair over in the corner. I have this big oversized chair in the corner. <laughs> With all my, I got baskets of books. And, ugh, ridiculous. Um, so what happened then is that as I spent that quiet time and I just got to a point where I would read these daily things, but at the same time, what I call a kind of Bible bingo. I would, I have a book, a Bible that's got a, for women that's got a lot of, uh, it's, it's got eight themes of, um, of uh, study with eight weeks. And then there's a, there's a scripture and then there is a, a, a commentary written by a woman um, who's known in the Christian speaking field with women, etc., etc. But anyway, so, I would just say, okay, what am I going to read today? What, what What's the message coming? What's the assignment today? Mm. What's the plan? Mm. What are the words? And so that's that's what happened. And I was actually, Terry and I were talking about it yesterday. And you know, Michelle, it's, you would think that being cooped up with your husband, <laughs> I know, but for you know, people laugh at us. They would say, how can you guys go on a trip for eight weeks and be on the ship for two weeks and be in here and there and everywhere with nobody else? And we just kind of look at them like, really, you're asking me that question? Because it's so easy. And it's not always easy. We have moments. Sure. We're people. Yeah. We're people. They're not horrible moments, but we talk about it. And we were talking about this um, the other day, is that it's calmer in my house. There's a sense of calm. There's a sense of peace. Mm -hmm. And it comes from my louder faith. Mm -hmm. My faith is growing. I wrote mm -hmm. down, I was thinking of words. The hush all over our, the quiet, what did I write down? The hush all over the world in that quiet time when mm -hmm. we were shut down mm -hmm. before it got loud. Mm -hmm. But it led to that loud outburst, almost a cacophony of faith. It's like it just fills me mm -hmm. every day. And it's loud in my mind, in my heart. It's like I can hear it. I can hear what to do. Go on. Go do this. Go let your light shine. Go have, go ask people to do yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. oh, I love that. It's very inspirational. And it's because I'm not going to get out a lot. I can't. I, I have a situation here where I have to keep my bubble pretty small. Yeah. And so it's not a matter of like, yeah, I'd love to go do homeless outreach or I'd love to go work at the food bank, but I can't right. and keep us safe right. in our Absolutely. situation. Yeah. And that's fine. Right. I can do certain things. Yeah. Um, and I do. Um, but. But I can do a lot from where I am. Absolutely. And can I uh, share with our listeners that you've started uh, the daily thing you've started? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <clears throat> based I'm not sure what it is exactly, but I do it. <laughs> <laughs> you have, based on that quiet time in the chair, 
and the devotional readings that you do and the Bible reading that you do, you put together a daily devotion that you send out to what started out, I think, as one person, if I remember the story correctly. Just Carrie and myself. Yes. Yeah. And now it is it is growing and growing and you are you actually well you, you are a good writer and you your themes are you know you, you put things together very well and it doesn't thank you it doesn't sound and feel like it's the same thing every day. You know, it, it just, it is very, um, well, it's varied. You know what I mean? I mean, cause we're, we're people and we're easily, we're easily bored, I think. And it's just so nice to see that in the inbox and know that you are, you, you know, have pulled from some different areas and plus your your own writing and you've somehow woven this whole thing together that is a great start to the day thank you because i really don't know what i'm doing until i get in the chair <laughs> I love that. no i don't i don't write them ahead of time no that's what i'm saying yeah i mean this it's just like amazing okay. like yesterday that was pretty funny yesterday i was going to write about was it gifts and talents I was going to write about? It's, I just felt that on my heart and it ended up being Mary and Martha. <laughs> it was, but that's the way it was supposed to be. And yeah, and I have lots. I, I have a, two. I have about thirty people, and that's fine. I'd have to go on a blog, and I'm, I don't know how to do that. Maybe I will someday. I have my Bible study leaders um, would like to help me do that. We'll see. But um, um, that are in all walks, all ways of looking at things. They're not all women of faith necessarily. It doesn't matter. Right. It's just. It's just. Let's start the day with the. I try to keep it positive. Some words of encouragement, and yeah. absolutely. And yeah. I, I love that you that. You haven't just, in the same way that this podcast does not just try to reach women of faith. That, that's you no, know, where it's 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 wide open. It's wide absolutely. Open. It's wide. We open. all have our own faith. It's okay. Yeah. It's personal. The personal relationship. It's personal. Right. Oh, I love that. All right. The next, our final topic, which I love this about you, uh -oh. is. Um, that you are a kid at heart. And so talk to me about having fun and why that's so important to you. Well, I don't want to take myself too seriously. And I saw something in my journal. I, I wasn't even thinking about this, but I saw something in the journal that I had written down. Um, but a little background Back in the day, one thing about with my dad, he liked things to be perfect. And then I and my sister, like God rest her soul, was always everything had to be perfect. So I thought everything had to be perfect. And then I realized at age 60, it was more important to be a real woman rather than a perfect woman. Oh, yes. And, and that leads to my kids' stuff because... Again, I don't want to take myself too seriously, but I, what was it? Oh, wait, 
my husband actually had something to say about this. And I wrote it down. Because <laughs> we were talking at Terry's on Sunday after church. We stopped. We try to stop there a couple days a week because he's in the hospital. Um, he said, I quote, and I call him the rascal in my morning. Because um, <laughs> um, he's, oh, he's, he, he's a kid. Don't lose the inner child. Don't, don't lose your wonder. Be serious when you need to live life. Oops. Siri thinks I'm talking. Be serious when you need to. Live life to the fullest, meaning be grateful and enjoy life. Yes. That's the rascal's words. Oh, I love it. I want to have fun. Yes. I want to take joy. Fun is a is kind of a, a two-dimensional word. Let's look at joy. I want to be I want to be joyful. I'm in my third chapter, as you call it. Yes. Yeah, I am. Hello. I just had a big, I had a, well, anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm in the third chapter. But that doesn't mean that I stop doing. It doesn't mean that I stop living. It doesn't mean that I stop laughing. Um, this cute little gal on the, that I play with on the golf course, she's got a different culture than we have. And she's so funny. She comes to I just, I just love playing with you. You make me laugh. You are a funny lady. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, that's the idea. And I guess the bottom line is just, just say yes to life. Just do it and be silly about it. I went up and surprised my brother for his birthday when I felt it was his birthday was at the end of May. And um, his niece and I, my niece's daughter and I planned this whole thing. And yeah, I walked in the house and I gave him a hug. God forgive me. I did kind of break the rule. But, you know, but surprise. Oh, I'm here. That's wonderful. That's creep and I'm creepo. Um, it's just fun. Just have fun. Right. Just enjoy. I don't know. Um, no, it's so I important. Have, We've I have a friend yeah, who's, so whose father, yeah, she hasn't been able to see him, of course, since March, and he just goes down the street from me in a, in a senior place. And she's been pretty, she's my trainer, actually. I learned how to Zoom with her, too. And she, uh, <laughs> I said, okay, give me his address, give me his name, I'll take care of this. And so I sent out emails, and, and I put it on Facebook with, you know, private message me, I'll give you the information. I said, come on, guys, let's be kids, let's go, let's send birthday cards, let's get a smile on his face. Stuff like that, that's fun. And it's simple. And everybody, had, everybody had a blast doing it. Yeah, and it's a simple thing, a very simple it's easy. thing. Easy, easy. But get involved in, you know, I want to be a participant. Again, live intentionally. Mm -hmm. And we're going to end with this quote that you said when we were having our pre-talk. I am not going to get old. You said that to me. No, I'm not going to get old. I said that to you. <laughs> you said I'm that to me. Yeah, on Tuesday. No, yourself. That's the quote. That's oh, a that's quote. That's your quote. It's a written original. I am not going to get old. And what I love about that is it encapsulates everything that you're talking about. This is, we're not talking about the number on the whatever you know, the birthday number or whatever. We're talking about an attitude, a way of life, a way of approaching things, a way of living that we are meant 
to be playful. We are made to have wonder, like Mark mentioned in his quote. We are made for those things, joy. So that that some somewhere along the way, and I, I this could would be a whole nother episode. That kind of starts getting, I don't know if it gets sucked out of you or taught out of you. And you we're both classroom teachers, so I know our, our kids had a great time because I know we're both playful and we, we ran playful classrooms. I know that. But yeah, that, that seriousness, like, well, you're an adult now, serious, serious. It's like, no, no, no. Okay, yes, adult, yes, some more seriousness. Yes, I agree with that, but it's a degree thing. I'm not ever going to lose that side of me. You are never going to lose that side of you. I look for that side. I create that side. I do whatever I can to sustain that side and feed that side. I mean, that that's why sort of the three things of this podcast, worth, wisdom, and whimsy, whimsy, I mean, that's intentional. I don't, I don't, I don't want to, um, I don't want to lose that. And I want to be around people that embrace that and want that as well, because it's fun and, and life can be fun. And why not, why not enjoy it? Good, good grief. I just can't imagine losing that. Every day is a gift. Yes. Every single day. And I revel in the gift of every day. I don't want anything to steal my joy. And sometimes that's hard. Yes. But at the same time, so again, we have to intentionally hold on to that. Right. Because especially now, we're in uncertain times. It's so easy to get into that fear, anxiety, fear factor. It's yes. so easy. Oh, woe is me. Oh, this. Oh, that. What if? What if? What if? I don't know about what if. I just know about what's now. What is? Right now. Mm-hmm. This moment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and what, did she, what did I see? Get involved in the process, whatever it takes. To get you there, this was a quote I wrote down in my journal, when she, this person is talking about saying yes to life. She's, it's, she wrote, feel the fear and do it anyway. anyway. Yeah. Just get out there. Yeah. Wherever out there is. And it's like that, that quote, courage is fear that has said its prayers. I like that. That's yeah. awesome. I'll have to figure out who yeah. said that. Yeah. Linda, guess what? You did so well. And this, well, was, thank you. this was so fun. And was fun. you imparted a lot of great nuggets of wisdom. And I look forward to I get to what I get to do is I get to re-listen to this and take <laughs> note and take notes and let it really, you know, sink in as I uh, package up this episode before I release it next Tuesday. So oh, next Tuesday. Yeah, you'll be the first person to get it. I'll text it to you and then it will go live out there in the social media and the internet world. And um, the thing I am loving about this is that there really is something to be learned from each woman we have a conversation with. And you certainly are no exception. And I love that we got to spend this time together. Likewise. Thank it's you so much. Thank it you. has been too long. I know life has just gotten a little strange and 
I, I am back to you. We're grateful. I am grateful that I, we got to spend this time getting this organized and talking and then this conversation right right now. And um, we'll have to have a, a social distance get together, the four of us, whenever it, it feels safe to do that. I would love that. So you'll be hearing from me soon. Thank you, my friend. I miss you. I'm so glad that you said yes, that you got out of the boat. <laughs> well, thank you for the encouragement. You love your thoughts, Rachel. Love you Michelle. too. Thank you so Talk much. Talk to you later. Thanks, Linda. Bye. Bye-bye. I want to thank our guest, Linda, for touching on things that are good for us to talk about finding peace in these difficult times, reflecting on childhood memories, and as her husband Mark, the rascal, says, don't lose the inner child. Don't lose your wonder. Be serious when you need to. Live life to the fullest, meaning be grateful and enjoy life. There's a short blog for each episode at unabashedyou.com. Check it out and join the conversation through email at unabashedyou at gmail.com or maybe you want to be a guest. That'd be cool. And I'm game. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. And if you haven't already done so, I, I ask you take a moment to rate and review us there. They do not collect any personal information and it takes about 30 to 60 seconds. It's a great way for the podcast to be discovered and to reach more and more women who can say yes to life. And now for a blessing. I believe anything is possible. I see the opportunity when others see impossibility. I take risks. I'm focused. I hustle. I know that nothing is unrealistic. I feel overwhelming love. I embrace childlike wonder and curiosity. I take flying leaps into the unknown. I contribute to something bigger than myself. I create, I learn, I grow, I do. I believe it's never too late to start living a dream. Amen. Women, go out and keep or start living your dream. Be unabashed. Be you. (laughs) 